And David Trainer, CEO, New Constructs, to join us to talk about what we've been seeing. We just talked about the market climbing higher and the new records that we've been seeing, right? The Russell, the transports, and some names in particular, specific stocks. Today I spoke with Byron Wien um, of Blackstone, and he was talking about a pullback, 10 to 20% pullback, but that should be a buying opportunity. Do you think investors should be cautious, or what's the play here? You know, I, I agree with a lot of, of what Sean was saying, Nicole, and, and I think you're smart to get in front of what is a, an increasingly risky market. Look, I mean, it's no joke about that some of these stocks have gotten way out of control. And look, investors need to have a, an alternative perspective than what we're sort of seeing from a lot of the, the Wall Street and the sort of pump and dump um, outlets. Uh, there are a lot of really good stocks in certain sectors, and there are a lot of really bad stocks in certain sectors. And it's a time to be more discerning. Uh, not everything is just going to keep going up forever. And so we think it's a great idea to start to position your portfolio a little bit more as if you're a fiduciary, right? I mean, even if you're just a fiduciary for yourself, you want to be making more prudent decisions and not just chasing momentum because this momentum, you know, music can't go forever. And you want to make sure you got a seat when the music stops. Yeah, and so when we talk about momentum and some names that have really run up, and the question is valuation and how risky are some of these names like Tesla, Snap, Wayfair, um, some of these names that have done incredibly well. Do they have more room to run or do they become a higher risk play because of just the sheer valuation? Look, a lot of people, and I remember, lost money shorting the tech bubble because they were just a little bit too early. So uh, I'm not here to call a top on the market. I am here to say that, the, look, the risk is, is really getting way out of bounds. Uh, you know, look, there's no straight face argument that I've heard from anyone for Tesla's valuation. And it feels like every week the Tesla bulls are making up some new business that the company's going to get into when they can't even get their core business cars right. They're not able to meet production goals, nowhere near able to meet the goals they've been setting for the number of cars they're going to produce every year. They're losing market share like mad in Europe where the electric vehicle market is a little more mature, and we think we're going to see the same thing in the U.S. For all the things that, that Sean was saying about GM, you know, building out um, and, and showing off its new abilities to create electric vehicles, we're, you know, that's what we saw in Europe with Volkswagen and BMW and other places. You know, yet Tesla's valued as if it's going to produce more than 150% of the expected electric vehicle market in 2030. Nobody in their right mind believes that's going to happen, right? Um, so, look, these are stocks, and Wafer is another one, and Snap is another, where we've got highly unrealistic, unrealistic expectations for future cash flows baked into the stock price. And that's just, that can't keep going on forever. Well, yeah, it's so hard to know what goes on and what doesn't. I mean, there's still so many bulls out there on names like Tesla and Snap. Um, but it's really more evident that there are some stocks with better risk reward. Right, because they haven't run up, their PE ratios aren't insane. Um, give me some examples of some names, one by one, that you look at and say, "Hey, this has better risk reward. This would be a name I would consider." Why? Yeah, Nicole, it's a great point. Like, why invest in stocks that really aren't making any money, don't really have much of a competitive advantage, and have valuations that are through the roof? When there are companies like HCA, GM is one that Sean mentioned, J.P. Morgan. And Walmart, uh, these are businesses that make tremendous amount of money, great cash flows. We know them to have significant barriers to entry, and yet their valuations are giving them no credit for that. So, for example, HCA is valued as if its profits will permanently decline by 30%. Right? Contrast that 
to Tesla, Wayfair, Snap, where the valuation implies profits are going to be ridiculously larger than where they are today. When you can be in, in, a, in a solid company that's generated a ton of money, has, got, has been around for a long time, has proven barriers to entry, like a Walmart, generates more free cash flow in one year than Tesla's made in 10. Right, and yet its valuation implies that its profits are going to permanently decline by 20%. Right, I mean the risk reward is so much better in a GM or an HCA or or a, a Walmart and, and a JP Morgan. Same thing, awesome business, best in class bank, highest returns on invested capital, and its valuation implies its profits will, will decline by 30%. So the risk reward is so good. Like as I was saying before, there's some really good stocks in every sector and some really bad stocks. And I think it's a good time for investors to try to be a little more discerning. Don't just chase momentum. Don't just chase performance. Do a little more work and you'll be well positioned to make right. money uh, in, in good and bad markets. When you look at a name like Walmart or JP Morgan, just pick one because I only have a, a few seconds, moments left. Um, what numbers within the company do you really look at to say, definitely a goodie? Is it the money they earned? Is it the PE ratio? You know, that's an awesome question, Nicole. And, you know, our research is on the TD Ameritrade platform for, for all of your users. And we've actually gotten independent validation from the top institutions in the world. Um, Ernst & Young, Harvard Business School, the Journal of Financial Economics say that we measure profitability better than anybody in the world. It's proven. It's demonstrated empirically. Our data outperforms. And the number that we focus on the most is return on invested capital. And that effectively measures all the cash flows the business generates relative to how much capital has gone into it. Right? So you want businesses that make a lot of money without taking a lot of capital. And Walmart has been one of the best performers in the world over the years in terms of generating real economic earnings because they have a high return on capital and they have a lot of capital employed. And we measure that right. better than anyone else because of the work we do in footnotes. And that's something that we share with your audience, TD Ameritrade users, um, as well as our institutional clients. Yeah, yeah, an important metric, no doubt. David, thank you so much always. David Trader, CEO, New Constructs. Thanks.